0: San Francisco will now allow police to deploy killer robots. Elon Musk is ready to unveil his microchip implant in human brains. Scientists have created a mini wormhole and zombie virus has been unearthed in Siberian permafrost. These are four crazy headlines that are almost unreal to believe, but we're going to talk about these things today in today's podcast, so let's get after it. Things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order. We've got to meet it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's going on, everyone? It is Friday, December second. We want to welcome to the podcast. I am your host and founder of End Time Headlines, Ricky Scaparo, And if you're new to the broadcast, as always, you know the drill. Let us know in the comment section below that you're new or uh, if you're a reoccurring viewer or listener, we'd always love to hear from you and where you guys are joining us from. Again, we want to welcome our Spotify and Apple podcasters. We want to welcome you guys on Rumble and YouTube and whatever platform you may be watching or listening from or maybe even directly from our app or website. So today we've got some bizarre stories to cover Uh, As we told you in the very opening part of this podcast, there is four headlines that we're going to talk about today that are almost so unreal that it's unbelievable. But I want to take you before we get into these four headlines, we know that uh, scientists and innovators and inventors and people in high places that has a lot of money have been pushing the boundaries of humanity, the threshold in which I believe we're crossing over into a place that's irreversible, a place. Once we cross this line, I believe there's a place of no return. And I believe we've already initiated this, uh, companies and facilities like CERN, C-E-R-N, which is the acronym for the European organization for nuclear research. Uh, this is located in Switzerland, whose own mission is to, quote, provide a unique range of particle accelerator facilities that enable research at the forefront of human knowledge. Um, you may know this uh, this facility because they've made headlines over the past almost 10 years. Uh, for example, this is uh, from... The Christian Science Monitor, quote, attempting to recreate the Big Bang conditions, CERN scientists break energy record. This was back in 2012. Scientists came closer than ever to witnessing Big Bang style conditions after revving up what is called the Large Haldron Collider at the CERN Research Center to, quote, smash subatomic particles together faster and harder than ever before. The, uh, the article went on to say that physicists in the control rooms punched the air as multicolored arcs flashed across their screens. Debris, uh, Debris was thrown up by the collisions of some of the millions of protons flung around the vast underground circuit at close to the speed of light. Now, why are they doing this? Because, again, what has been known as the proton smashers or the Higgs boson uh, particle, which is the, what they call the God particle. And they're actually trying to recreate what they call the, quote, Big Bang uh, scenario, which, again, from this is from the Atheist mindset of which they believe that all of what we would call creation was brought about through this quote big bang theory or this this event so these uh these scientists these researchers there in switzerland at cern have tried to recreate this now they, they, they started this thing up. They did these experiments. There was weird and bizarre things that took place. There was even reports of v- v- apparitions that were seen there. There was even reports of strange weather phenomena that took place over the location of in Switzerland at CERN. There was also reports of strange rituals that took place. I'm telling you, when you start digging into this thing and you start going down this rabbit hole, you will discover that there has been some weird, bizarre things that has taken place there, and there has even there's even been some uh, accusations or theories that they have actually opened portals to uh, the underworld. Now, obviously, I cannot confirm whether or not that has happened or has not happened but again there's a lot of chatter that's been circulated around what they're doing there in switzerland with with cern then you have and this is nothing new this has been around for a long time what is called the high frequency active auroral research program uh other known as the acronym harp uh, this was initiated as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, and the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. It was designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies Uh According to Wikipedia, its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. However, there has been other reports, I would say probably not so much mainstream media, but other reports have indicated that they are also trying to manipulate weather. And I can't, I'm not going to go too far into that uh, for the sake of, again, I want to keep this podcast up again, do your own research. This has been, again, this is nothing new. This has been going on since 1993. So you've got that going on. Then have you ever heard of CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R? CRISPR is a genetic engineering technique in molecular biology by which the genomes of living organisms may be modified. It is based on simplified version of the bacterial CRISPR-CAS9 antiviral defense system by delivering the the CASN9 nucleus complex with the synthetic guide RNA, into a cell the cell's genome can be now listen to this can be cut at a desired location allowing existing genes to be quote removed and or new ones aka modified um i want to pull this according to discovermagazine.com, This was dated, uh, this was this year, January 4th. CRISPR gene editing technology enters the body and space. Uh, Let me read a little bit of the excerpt of this. The CRISPR case 9 gene editing tool once again ventured into uncharted territory back in January of this year in more ways than one. Most notably, the gene editor, which functions like molecular scissors to snip apart DNA and insert, delete, or modify genes. Let me say that again. This gene editor functions like molecular scissors to snip apart DNA and insert DNA or modify genes. Now, your DNA is the information of every individual not every individual but every created thing on the earth contains dna it is what it is the makeup of you but watch this in a landmark trial a group of scientists from the uk and new zealand showed that crispr can be used to successfully edit genes in the human body now you say well, why would they want to do this? According to the research, six patients with a devastating genetic disease. Uh, th- this. Let me back up here. The, they used this technology on six patients in which they did this technology on or used this technology on who all had a devastating genetic disease and this was published in the New England Journal of Medicine back in June of 2021 the hereditary form of the disease stems from mutations to the ttr gene which produces the protein tra- transthyretin transthyretin uh now, now, why would they do this by manipulating the TTR gene? The researchers hope to halt the production of harmful protein proteins and effectively stop the disease in its tracks. So watch this. <clears throat> the whole premise of this or the whole ad- ad- objective of this technology is to a to modify genes. For. For. Uh, medical health reasons to eliminate the possibility of um, genetic carrying or hereditary gene passing diseases so they can halt it stop it or reverse it then the other side of this is they're also trying to uh through this technology produce watch this a a seed or a race of individuals that will be, that will carry modified genes in them that with the hopes of that they will never succumb to come up, watch this, uh, life deteriorating diseases
1: the chinese researcher told the associated press he helped create the world's first genetically edited babies they are twin girls whose dna he claims to have altered when they were embryos i feel a strong responsibility
2: uh, that it's not just to make it first but also make it uh, uh, as example.
1: Dr. He Jiangwei says he modified embryos for seven couples during fertility treatments. One resulted in the birth of the twins this month. During IVF, one sperm cell was inserted into an egg. After fertilization, a DNA editing technique called CRISPR-Cas9 was used to disable a very specific gene that allows the AIDS virus, HIV, to infect white blood cells. The goal was to render the babies immune to HIV. Despite that, the response to the announcement was near universal condemnation. In cases where the potential risks are substantially higher than the benefits, which I think is the case here, That is not ethical. I would say that no babies should be born, um, at this point in time, following the use of this technology.
0: So again, in the name of immortality, they're, they're doing this, they're doing, they're stepping in, are you hearing me? To the role of God per se, and trying to change things and alter things and modify things again, I call this as in the days of Noah. And we pointed this out in other podcasts where again, if you go back and research this in other historical books outside of the Bible, like uh, the book of Jasher, it talks about how in the days of Noah, they were conducting these, uh, they were splicing genes and modifying animal DNA. And they were trying to produce genetic altered animals or modified animals. So again, there's no new th- thing under the sun, like Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, and we're seeing this again. Now, this was a, about of a ten minute or so foundation to get to. I want now here's where we want to go with this. I want to show you four uh, to date. To date, these are four stories that are bizarre. They are they are startling, and I believe there are more signs that we are crossing into very dangerous territory in which i believe is irreversible and there's no turning back let me get this first one comes out of california Supervisors in San Francisco voted Tuesday officially to give the San Francisco City Police the ability to use, quote, potentially lethal remote controlled robots in emergency situations.
2: San Francisco has taken a controversial new step in the use of military style tactics by police departments. And it sounds like something out of science fiction. City supervisors there gave law enforcement their approval to use robots. That's right, robots, capable of using deadly force in emergencies. It comes at at a time of rising crime in the city. But as Jeff Pequeis reports, critics say the move could accelerate a troubling trend in American policing.
1: San Francisco police are assuring the public that robots armed with explosives would be used sparingly. We weigh out, do we
0: want to risk lives in the public by getting ourselves exposed to the suspect, or can we send a robot in to deal with it?
1: The city's Sometimes board of supervisors voted overwhelmingly in favor I of the idea Monday night.
3: It seems like it would do more harm than good.
1: But From those against it that we're raised ethical it concerns and that cited that the impact on people of color. And there is serious potential for misuse and abuse of this military-grade technology and zero showing of
0: necessity.
1: There are currently more than 1,000 robots and unmanned vehicles in use by police departments, primarily by bomb squads. The first time a robot was used to deliver explosives in the U.S. was in 2016. When Dallas police deployed one against a man who had gunned down five police officers, the man was killed when officers detonated the explosives the robot carried. In a statement, San Francisco police acknowledged that it does not have a specific plan in place on when to use armed robots. If we get to
2: a point where there's uncertainty about who is responsible for the ultimate death of the individual causing whatever chaos they were causing, that is where I think it would be problematic.
0: You ever heard of what's called a police state? Uh, This would be like that on steroids. You ever seen the movie RoboCop? You ever seen the movie iRobot? I mean, again, what could possibly go wrong here? Supervisor Connie Chan, a member of the committee that forwarded the proposal to the full board, said she understood concerns over use of force, but that, quote, according to state law, we are required to approve the use of these equipments. So here we are. And it's definitely not an easy decision. The San Francisco Police Department said it does not have pre-armed robots and has no plans to arm robots with guns. Okay. So what are they going to be armed with quote? But the department could, and I said, could deploy robots equipped with explosive charges quote, to contact incapacitate or disorient violent armed or dangerous suspects when lives are at stake. So let me get this straight. So they will not be armed with guns. Because that would probably be too dangerous. But instead, we're going to arm them with explosive charges. Again, don't really see anything that could go wrong there, right? Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. You'd be surprised. I have to uh, make that known because people think that I'm serious when I say these things like this. Unbelievable. Robots equipped in this manner would only be used in extreme circumstances to save or prevent further loss of innocent lives. Now, what would be an extreme circumstance in which this would be implemented? Mm. Would it be armed protesters breaking into retail centers, burning down places, workplaces, threatening people, threatening, uh, People in the streets, uh, I mean, what would would justify this? What would constitute the use of robots with explosive devices? And if you're wondering what would, I'm pretty sure that we're going to find out in the days ahead, the months ahead, or in the near future, don't think for a second if this stuff is on the ground, it's in the works and it's and it's in the gates and ready to come out to be used. Don't even think for a moment that it won't be used now because it overseas in places like China. They've already got drones that are armed and they, they use those drones in the event of civil unrest So, again, when's that going to come on? When's that going to happen over here? We start with robots, then we'll go with killer drones, and then where does this lead to? San Francisco police currently have a dozen functioning ground robots used to assess bombs or provide eyes in low-visibility situations, according to the department. They were acquired between 2010 and 2017, and not once have they been used to deliver an explosive device. Again, it's almost like they're doing damage control here, trying to ease the fears of residents. Yes, we have given the green light to use these. But again, according to the verbiage that's being used here, but it's very highly unlikely that we will ever use them. Okay, so. So you got that going on. Then we have good old Elon Musk. As if he's not been in the news enough lately, Uh, this is the guy that is embarking on Starlink, Tesla, Neuralink, Optimus, and the—I mean, this guy's got his hands in everything. Now, Neuralink is what we're going to talk about today. And what he's calling—and what what Musk is calling a show-and-tell event— on Wednesday night, for at least the third time, Elon Musk has said that his company Neuralink is nearing, listen to this quote, human trials for his company, which is developing implants that connect the human brain to computers. Now, he, has he been using this? Yes, he's been experiment, experimenting this on monkeys. And has been doing this for a long time. In fact, some sources say uh, they, of course, they came against him because of this experiment on this and saying that it's inhumane. It's, you know, PETA's all up in arms and this. But watch this. But now we're getting to the hour in which uh, Musk is about to reveal his human trials. Come on. Do I got any? Uh, I know you guys are just chopping into bit to contact Musk and Neuralink and be willing to be put on a volunteer list to be one of those who will allow a chip to be put in your brain. Musk, according to MSN.com and the Washington Post, Musk has filed most of the required paperwork with the Food and Drug Administration. What? The FDA. And he aims to start human trials in roughly six months. Now, again, this is the same organization that approved lab-grown meat for human consumption. And now they're giving Elon Musk the, uh, the okay, the green work for the start of human trials of a brain chip. Quote, we are now confident that the Neuralink device is ready for humans. According to Musk on his Twitter account, still the experts have been skeptical of this announcement amid a broader field of brain implant research it is unclear whether the FDA is considering a request to begin human trials and in the past Musk has said trials would begin in 2020 and later in 2022 but now here we go and it looks as if the release date of this is going to be in 2023 now whether or not this will come to fruition I guess time will tell the event, which was delayed by month, comes amid a busy time for the for Elon Musk after he acquired Twitter for forty four billion dollars back in October and has demanded workers there to commit to being hardcore, uh, being hardcore, tweeting a photo of a late night session with engineers. Uh, Tesla is expected to deliver its first electric semi-truck. He's also, again, uh, the CEO, CEO of SpaceX. Um, and some analysts and investors are worried that Musk is st- stretched too thin. Others noted that Musk has a history of setting bold deadlines that he doesn't meet. So I don't want to get in. That's all the nuts and bolts of this. But I want to focus on. Again, can we focus on the uh, the the big elephant in the room in this and that is the fact that we're talking about implanted brain chips. Now again, the reasoning of this and justification for doing this is with the hopes of helping people who have debilitating, disorders that are connected to the brain or the, the, they're suffering from paralysis and different things where, where they've lost the, the use of their extremities and so on and so forth. So the hopes here is to uh, to produce a future in which through a plant implantable chip in your brain, those who couldn't walk in times past will be able to walk again. Those who suffered certain neurological disorders will see that relief from that. There'll be uh, uh, It'll bring that miracle that they're designed, et cetera, et cetera. So again, <clears throat> we are crossing a threshold here of uncharted territory. So we got that going on. Then, now we reported on this on our main website, ntomheadlines.org, ntomheadlines.com. Uh, the original source of this is from CNN. Others have reported this. Scientists have created a quote baby wormhole, and this is the actual headline: "As Sci-Fi Moves Closer to Fact, What Is Fiction Is Now Been Moved Closer to Fact." And science fiction, think films and TV like Interstellar and Star Trek, wormholes in the cosmos serve as portals through space and time for spacecraft to traverse unimaginable distances with ease. If only it were that simple. Scientists have long pursued a deeper understanding of wormholes and now appear to be making progress. Here we go again.
3: Welcome back, researchers are one step closer to making science fiction a reality. Spain's ships have traveled through wormholes in movies like Star Wars, Star Trek, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Interstellar. But now scientists at Caltech say they have simulated a baby wormhole and even transmitted a message through it. Astrophysicist Hakim Aluseyi joins me live now for more on this. Hakim, I love our chats, because uh, I need your help here. Help us lay people out, okay? Pretend you're talking to a five-year-old and explain yeah, yeah. to me what is a wormhole and why is this so important?
2: Thank you for having me. I love talking to you as well. So it's all about space and time and our understanding of it. So Albert Einstein and his pal Rosen showed us that if I have two points in space, say, from here to here and I want to travel from one to other, I have to go this entire distance. But the thing that Albert Einstein taught us is that space is like a malleable fabric, right? And so if you can bend it under the right conditions, then traveling from here to here means I don't have to go as far, and I can go through a little hole and go boom I made it I'm there right and that's and that's what we see in our science fiction so imagine you're in a room and you're trying to get from one wall to the opposite wall you could walk across the corp- carpet or you could warp it right you could bring the carpet to you step across the curved carpet and then let it unfold behind you that's how warp drive works but what we're talking about here is a wormhole so a wormhole in reality is something that the laws of physics allow and if you have enough stuff in space you can create a black hole and under certain conditions two black holes can combine to create this shortcut through space-time and so what these researchers have done is attempted to build one inside of a computer but not just any computer a quantum computer
3: Doing this right, I did. I'm attempting to make my own here with a little piece of paper. I don't think I don't it. think I'm doing it quite correctly. Uh, Close enough, it's, it's a hole. <laughs> Hakeem, the scientists say that they simulated a baby right. wormhole. So how far is right. that from creating something that we could actually see used in the real world?
2: Well, so what they've done is a very, very basic simulation. One of the problems that they have is that the quantum computers today just don't have enough power to simulate actual reality. So what they did is what we call a holographic type of simulation. So with a hologram, you can take something that's, say, two-dimensional and make it appear three-dimensional. So what they did is they took a very simplified universe, one-dimensional, and created this two-dimensional black hole. So what do they mean by black hole? So if I take some matter and throw it into a real life black hole, all the information of what that matter is gets scrambled up, Okay, So what they have is one simulated black hole and a second simulated black hole. They put information, what they call a qubit, into one. It gets all scrambled up and all the information is destroyed. But then it pops out of the other wormhole in order, in sequence, just like they put it in. And the key thing about this, I said they use a quantum computer, is because real-life black holes are unstable. You throw any matter in, the thing closes on, and you can't traverse from one location to another. So what they did for this is in the quantum realm, which quantum computers allow, you can have negative energies. So when the black hole, when the wormhole attempts to close, you hit it with negative energy, it keeps it open and then the information can pass.
0: Researchers announced on Wednesday that they forged two minuscule simulated black holes. Those extraordinary dense celestial objects with gravity so powerful that not even light can escape. And a quantum computer And a transmit and transmitted a message between them through what amounted to a tunnel in space time. So again, this was conducted. On a quantum computer in which they created a miniature wormhole. Quote, it was a baby wormhole, according to a physicist. And a co-author of the research published in the journal Nature. But scientists are a long way from being able to send people or other living beings through such a portal. Again, I just want to point out the fact that why do we consistently try to get our hands into creating things that are way out of our pay grade, way out of our league? Stop Messing with things that we don't need to be messing with if God intended for us to fly we would fly if God intended for us to live underwater we would live underwater if God intended for us to be to time travel we would have done that if God intended for us to know certain things we would have already known it if God intended for us to live forever which he did. But through the fall of Adam, that was pretty much uh, there was a wrench thrown in that. Now, we will live on as eternal spirits. Our spirits will live on in eternity, either in heaven or hell when we die. But our flesh, our mortal bodies will die. They will they will cease from living and they will go back into the dust of the ground in which they came. But again, we don't expect the atheists and the agnostics and, and these individuals to understand this concept. This is why they're in this pursuit of immortality and they're doing weird things and unconventional things. And they're, they are pushing us beyond the boundaries. I believe into uncharted territory, which there is no coming back from. Quote, experimentally for me, I will tell you that it is very, very, very far away. People come to me and they ask me, can you put your dog in the wormhole? Really? Who? I mean, it was just the other day when I was talking to someone and they brought up in a conversation. Hey, have you ever have you ever thought what it would be like to put your dog in a wormhole? Who who comes up with this? Who asks these questions? So, no. The, uh the physicists told reporters during a video briefing that this would be a huge leap. There's a difference between something being possible in principle and possible in reality. Um yes, that's what we've been trying to say. So stop trying to breach that. Anyway, a wormhole A rupture in space and time is considered a bridge between two remote regions in the universe. Scientists refer to them as Einstein-Rosen bridges after the two physicists who described them, Albert Einstein and Nathan Rosen. Now, again, when I read stuff like this, I start thinking about, in Luke 21, Jesus said, one of the signs of the coming of the Lord, remember this, he said there would be great And fearful sights from heaven. So we know that when we get closer to the time of the end, the end of the age, we are going to see, humanity is going to see great and fearful sights, plural tense, not sight, sights from heaven. Now, what is that? Comets, meteors, asteroids, solar flares. Sure, those very well could be part of that. But could it be possible that humanity will start playing around, getting their hands involved in things they shouldn't get their hands involved in and start messing around and start doing these goofy experiments? And we could do things like CERN. And unintentionally open up dimensions because there is. Oh, listen, let me go back to the Bible because that's what we do here. Paul said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And he goes beyond that veil of flesh and blood. And he says, but there is principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. There's what's called evil spirits. There's what's called angels In the unseen realm. So there is another dimension. Beyond what we can hear. See smell taste and feel. Beyond your five senses. There is a dimension. That goes beyond that. And if we keep screwing around. With these experiments. That NASA is conducting. Scientists are conducting. uh, uh, These astrophysicists. Are conducting. We are going to unintentionally. Have you ever heard the old saying, if you knock on Satan, if you knock on the devil's door long enough, he's eventually going to answer the door. Come on. Are you hearing me? If we, if we keep doing this stuff long enough, we're going to open a door that we wish we would have never opened. And I call it Pandora's box. And we're not going to be able to shut the door. Once the doors open, this is, this is terrifying stuff, guys. On that note, let me give you let me give you one more story to close out this week of podcasting. Quote, zombie virus discovered after being trapped in Siberian permafrost for nearly and again I don't get hung up on the amount of years they tell you here. I'm only giving you the quote. I don't necessarily agree or disagree with this. I don't want to get in all that. But according to this article, a, what they call a zombie virus was discovered after being trapped in Siberian permafrost for nearly 50,000 years. A team from the French National Center for Scientific Research... Said that further work needs to be carried out to assess what dangers could lie ahead from the risk of viruses in permafrost as, quote, climate change causes frozen landscapes to melt. Again, this is crazy stuff. Now, we thought it was crazy that lakes are drying up in the West. And. Different places in the Middle East, there's a story about the Euphrates is drying up. We, we covered that in another podcast. And the, the, the Euphrates has gotten so low that there were four caves that were exposed that they didn't even know existed. But four caves have now been made manifest because of the declining waters. Of the, the, the Euphrates River. Now to me that's interesting. That there's four caves. Because in the book of Revelation. It mentions four angels. That are bound in the river Euphrates. That when it dries up. They will be released. And they will kill a percentage of people. On the face of the earth. So it's interesting to me. I'm just saying it's interesting. Four caves. Four angels. Very intriguing to me. But don't miss what I'm saying here. These uh, these bodies of water all over the world are declining through drought, through water shortages, through famine, and because of this, there's been these bizarre things that have been that are surfacing. There was, uh, where was it in? Uh, I want to say it was in Nevada. I, I stand to be corrected on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it was Nevada, but there was barrels that the water receded so much that there was barrels and they found bodies that had been placed in these barrels for years and years ago. Always, I think I saw one article that said that they were dated all the way back to the time of the mafia days and Jimmy Hoffa and et cetera, and et cetera. I don't know. I'm just saying very intriguing. Then there was another story where there was these, uh, there was these markers that were exposed, that revealed droughts in generations past. There was uh, artifacts that were exposed. So you've got all these things that are being revealed. But now uh, 13 new viruses were identified by scientists who look at samples of permafrost collected from the Russian province. One of the viruses had remained infectious after more than 48,500 years in deep permafrost. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was part of the team and I realized that I'm looking at, and they know this guys, this is what they do for a living. It's not like, Hey, what's that? Uh, I don't know guys. Uh, can you Google this? Cause I'm not really sure what we're looking at here. They know what this is. So they see it and, Oh, well we, we've got to get a closer look at this. We need to take this back and take it into the laboratory and examine this. Um, no again, it was in the ice. It was there for, quote, 50,000 years. And nobody bothered it. Nobody knew it was there. And we've lived without it. Let's leave it alone. But no, can't do that. Really? Again, what could possibly go wrong? Now, look, I'm going to go back to my carnal days. I've not always been saved. I've only been saved for 22 years. Got saved in 2000. There was a movie that's it's old and they did a remake of it called the thing. And in this movie, they, again, there was, what, what was it? A group of researchers, a group, a team of scientists, whoever they were. And they were doing this very thing. They were out there on the ice. They were messing around uh, they were doing research, I believe, or they were experimenting out there. And they came across something that they had no idea what it was. They started messing around with it, doing more research on it. And this thing, again, this is based on the on the movie, the thing. And it ended up being alien in origin. So we think about this stuff. But it's crazy that when f- when fiction becomes reality, I'm not saying that this is alien origin. But what I'm saying is, again, why are we messing with things we don't need to be messing with? Oh, let me go on and read the rest of this. According to the study led by microbiologist Jean-Marie Olympic from the French National Center for Scientific Research, this one particular virus known as Pandora virus. Are you kidding me? That's what you name it. Remember what I just told you about Pandora's box. Let me just. uh, For you guys who don't know what that is, what, what do you mean by Pandora's box? Let me just give you the Google dictionary meaning to this quote. A according to. The definition of Pandora's box, a process that generates many complicated problems as a result of unwise interference in something. Now, that's the definition of Pandora's box. And they named this virus, which the subtitle of this virus is the zombie virus that remained and i quote infectious after more than 48,500 years of all the names they could come up with they named it pandora virus that's like the geniuses that named the asteroid that has a prob that has a possibility of striking the earth Uh, In a few years from now, they named it Apophis, which is the, what is it? The God of destruction, the God. Let me see what that, since we're on this whole kick, let's let's look this up too. I want to give you the correct name of what this means. Yes, Apophis is Egyptian mythology, meaning a destroyer. The God of destruction. Really? That's what you're going to choose to name the asteroid. Again, stranger than fiction, isn't it? The study, which has not been peer reviewed, notes that there has so far been limited research into, quote, live viruses found in permafrost. The author says this wrongly suggests that such occurrences are rare and that zombie viruses are not a public health threat. The team from the french national center for scientific research said further work needs to be carried out to assess what dangers could lie ahead from the risk of viruses in permafrost as climate change causes frozen landscapes to melt i'm pretty sure they would be fine if you leave them alone the study reads, quote, one quarter of the northern hemisphere is underlain by permanently frozen ground referred to as permafrost due to, quote, here we go. We knew this was coming, right? Due to climate warming, irreversibly thawing permafrost is releasing organic matter frozen for up to a million years. Whoa. Whoa. We went from 50,000 to a million years, most of which decomposes into carbon dioxide and methane, further enhancing the greenhouse effect. Quote, part of this organic matter also consists of revived cellular microbes, as well as viruses that remain dormant since prehistoric times. But Hey, let's dig deeper and do more research on this because we don't really know what this is because no, none of us were alive during that time frame. but we want to open Pandora's box and see what's in the box. Come on. So put the lid back on the box. So we've got, let's just recap. You've got CERN in Switzerland. That's trying to recreate the quote, big bang theory trying to play God there. Some say that they have already opened portals to the underworld. I can't really say yay or nay on that, but terrifying. uh, Nevertheless, you've got CRISPR gene editing modification technology that has the capability or which they, their dream is to create a human race that is disease free in the hopes of immortality. You've got Elon Musk, the guy who's running Twitter, who envisions putting brain chips in people in the name of medical revolution, revolutionary medical advancements. You've got scientists that are in the efforts of trying to actually create a wormhole Why? I don't know. Where are you going? Where are you trying to go? Who sits around and says, hey, if I could just go to uh, uh, a whole other solar system or a planet that we've never seen before on any telescope that's ever been created by men, that would be amazing. I don't know anybody that would be willing to do that. But hey, nevertheless, then again, you've got... The possibility some believe it's it already exists, the technology that is able to uh, to bring about weather modification. What could go wrong with that? And listen, if you think that's a conspiracy theory, you do know that China has already created an artificial sun, and the leading voice of the World Economic Forum looks at China as a great role model for all the other nations. Really? Anyway, that's a whole other, that's another topic for another day. Then again, we have these quote zombie viruses that are being discovered. And you have these researchers and these scientists that are wanting to dissect and get into the, 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 uh, the details of what this virus is. Again, maybe it's just me. Maybe I've seen way too many thrillers and sci-fi movies where it didn't go well. When they started messing around with things they shouldn't be messing around with, uh, hello, the Pandora's box being open, and once it gets open, you can't put the contents back in the box. So listen, headlines dot org, dot com. That's going to be our main website. Listen, if you have not downloaded our free app, please get it today. It's available on Apple. It's available on Spotify. It's free. Uh, Push yes to push notifications. You'll be notified of every headline and every podcast when it's readily available. If you like content like this, you like being informed, you like hearing it from a prophetic prophetic biblical perspective that's what we do here we do this at least four days a week we're gonna continue to do this lord willing uh and we would love to have you guys on board don't forget to hit the subscribe button hit that like button share this with your family your friends your co-workers get them informed of the times and seasons in which we're in and listen we want to close today's broadcast with this if you're watching today and you're listening today and you have not listen all this information is great and it's good to know this and it's good to know where we're at but if you're not on the right side of the tracks if you're not on the right side of where you need to be then all this is in vain so if you're watching you're listening and you've never given your heart to the lord jesus christ we want to give you that opportunity right now we right where you're at repent of your sins ask the lord jesus christ to cleanse you of your sins Come into your heart, live on the inside of you through the Holy Spirit. And the book of Romans in your Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day, you shall be saved. If you're away from God, now's the time to stop playing games and get back in the saddle get back into the kingdom because listen the kingdom needs you your family needs you your co-workers need you for such a time as this that you were born not to play games not to be lukewarm and to be passive and complacent but to be red hot and on fire for jesus christ come on do you believe that today receive it today be obedient today just let the holy spirit move on your heart repent of your sins get get your heart right with god and and let all things be well with you today and we want to make sure you get that opportunity today before we close this podcast. So listen guys, we're going to sign off for today. Before we do that, if this ministry is a blessing to you, it's a source of information, revelation, blessing, encouragement throughout the week. Uh, listen, we want to encourage you if you're listening today, follow us on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Rumble, we're on YouTube. Uh, and again, our main website is intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. You can follow us on all these platforms. Uh so you can keep up with what we're doing. If this ministry, again, if it's a blessing to you and you wish to give back, uh, if you want to give whatever the, the Lord puts on your heart, according to whatever the Lord puts on your heart, do that. Do it with a heart of thanksgiving. We don't manipulate people. We don't sell you things. No merchandise. The message is free. The app is free. Everything is free. We just ask that you would do what the Lord would put on your heart to do. And listen, you can give two different ways. You can give electronically through the app. That's the easiest way. Or you can give by check or money order. And you can make that out to end time headlines. P.O. Box 1391 Monroe, Georgia 306 five five as always we love and appreciate you guys our partners our supporters our listeners all you guys that's jumped on board on this Friday night broadcast we're going to sign off for this week but Lord willing we'll be back on next week guys we've already got a full lineup for next week we got a lot of talking points or some things that happened this week that I, I wasn't able to cover uh, in this week of podcasting and we've we put that on the back burner but we're going to put that up front next week and we're going to get after that next week so be be looking for those podcasts starting on monday so until then may the lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you in jesus name god bless you guys we'll see you then thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message for more information about how you can help partner with our ministry please visit intimeheadlines.org.